This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Hey there. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, podcast number 10. This is your host, E. Simon. This is Lance Wackerly. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, what's going on there, Lance? Not a lot. Can you believe this podcast number 10? It's like a special occasion. It's It's a a milestone. milestone. Yeah, I know. I kind of wish we had like... Mad Dog 2020 or Night Train or something to commemorate this special event. Mixed with some party punch. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But this is number 10, and as you know, people, it's a special podcast. I personally would like to thank the Reach Around Foundation for sponsoring us and for hosting this uh, exemplary podcast, critically acclaimed. Right. I, I don't know who the critics are, but yes, critically acclaimed. And um, in response to some listeners' emails... That we've been getting, people have asked us like, "What is the Reach Around Foundation? You know, wh- where's the Reach Around Foundation from? How do I donate money to the Reach Around Foundation?" And the Reach Around Foundation's been asking us like, "Why don't you give us a plug?" So I'm going to hand the mic over to Lance Wackerly, who coordinated the deal with the Reach Around Foundation in the beginning. So Lance, what is the Reach Around Foundation? Well, uh, Brant Russell came to me, or actually, I went to him. Uh, was this like with, a six months ago, a year ago, well, something was, like that? You know, we've been doing the podcast for a couple months here, and this is uh, was you know right around before that when we were trying to figure out the website. But did it, you volunteer for them or something? He's an old acquaintance of mine, um, and I really do think this is working out for them because people are emailing asking who the Reach Around Foundation is, looking to give them money, which is kind of the point of them generating public interest. Right, that's the point of them hosting the show. And so I'm just going to give. Uh, Brant has told me he's a little he's a little dismayed that people don't know what they're all about. Well, it's because we've never actually spoken at any length about the Reach Around Foundation. I, I kind of thought they were more of a household name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I mean, they have a website, reacharound.org. Yeah, well, so. and plus, the show's not about the Reach Around Foundation, so I'm going to make this quick. The Reach Around Foundation, they started out, it's um, with the idea of mobile petting zoos. Because, you know... Um, mobile chi- petting zoos. Well, let me, let me finish. Uh, <laughs> children who are invalids and are in, you know, emergency rooms, children's hospitals... Disabled kids. Disabled kids, you know, kids who are about to die. <laughs> uh, Retards? Probably some retards. Okay. You know, they'd be the perfect perfect audience for a petting zoo, but they can't get to the petting zoo. So ah, at the Reach Around, see. Their, or the Reach Around Foundation's original idea was to bring these barnyard animals out to hospitals around, you know, the Bay Area so you're and talking the country. About pigs, goats, cows? Yeah, your normal petting zoo type okay. animals. Well, not cows, but like pigs and goats and sheep. Right. Shit like that. Ducks. Okay. So... That's how they started. They're branching out into other, uh, you know, helping retards in other areas and, and uh, retarded children and sick kids, that sort of thing. Kids with cancer. I'm cancer sure the Reach Around Foundation appreciates your uh, use of the word retard. You know, <laughs> one thing I talked to Brant about when he was... Brant's going to be pissed. <laughs> well, one thing we talked about when he, he agreed to sponsor the show was he was going to have no editorial control. That's good. And he has agreed to that. And good. but you know it sounds like it's working out. People are emailing in, wanting to know about them. It, it, people, if you want to, if you want more information, just you know, this is the year two thousand six. Just go to Google and uh, search for Reach Around. Reach Around um, Foundation. You know they reach around. They're, they're reaching their arms around these sick, helpless, Retards. retarded children. They're I, they're reaching around like a hug. I just kind of love the uh, the fact that they bring like a goat or a pig or something. They're like, hey, retard, play with the pig. 
But hey, you know, maybe it helps. They're a little more tactful than that, you know. They're just think of arms reach, reaching around a group of retired. So children. did you volunteer for them? I have volunteered for them in the past. It's not a regular thing I do, but you know, now now what I do for them mainly is is we do the show and we get their name out there. Well, it's cool that they're sponsoring the show, and right. I'd like to thank the Reach Around Foundation for hosting and paying the hosting fees and sponsoring the show. And uh, yeah, that's it's a definitely a good thing. Speaking of retards, though, Lance, um, I came across. Really? I, I yeah. Speaking of retards, since we're speaking at length about them, I came across a great website today. That oh, yeah? I, it's amazing to me. You know how like sometimes you, you know, I, I, I feel that I'm pretty well versed in most of the websites that are out there. I, you know, I'm on the internet all day long. And then every now and then you'll get blindsided by this website that you haven't even heard about. And you're like, is this another, is this another group that helps out retarded kids or sort of, Okay. sort of, but it's a famous retard. And, and, and this is, this is the amazing thing. So someone sent me this link and they're like, check this out. So I looked at it. It's www.chrisburke.com. Dot org, And I don't know if you remember who Chris Burke is, but jog your memory back to the 80s to a little television show. It's a serial drama called Life Goes On. Well, what I was going to say, I don't know who Chris Burke is, but I really only know of one famous retarded guy. Well, besides that guy who was in Goonies, I don't know who his name is, what okay. his name is. There's a, oh, yeah, that retard in Goonies. Right. Yeah, that guy's not that famous, though. Right. This retard's much Corky. more famous. Corky. Corky. From that exactly. show is much more famous. Yeah, Corky is Chris show. Burke. Chris Burke is Corky. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he was in the show in the late 80s called uh, Life Goes On. I think it was the late 80s, early 90s. So he has a website? He has a website. Go check it out, chrisburke.org. Well, what's, what's amazing about it is, you know, I've wondered for, you know, for years, like, so what, what has Chris Burke been doing? You know, he was a childhood star. Is he dead? I mean, I don't know how long retards live for. But is, is he dead now? Uh, what's he doing? Is he, like, robbing liquor stores? You know, is he pimping out prostitutes? Like was that it... guy from uh, Different Strokes, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Or, That's uh, what happens to child stars. Uh, they all, they, they, you know, they all started like doing drugs and because of all their, their newfound wealth at that young age. Well, as a matter of fact, Charles Corky Thatcher, Chris Burke, Christopher Burke, is uh, in a band now with two guys. It's Chris Burke with Joe and John DeMassey. And what they do, they've been delighting audiences throughout the U.S. and Canada with their inspiring, uplifting, and entertaining music for the past decade. The trio brings a message of love, inclusion, and celebration to hundreds of concerts, schools, festivals, and conferences around the country. Probably mostly in Canada. <laughs> Probably mostly in Canada, but they're based in New Jersey. But yeah, I mean, they go around, they sing with a band. They um they they do musical presentations to groups of like you know they definitely do like lots of uh, groups of disabled kids but they also go to children's hospitals they go to elementary schools and to junior highs and and what, what what it is is the two guys Joe and John DeMassey are identical twins I don't know if you are they retarded no they're not but go check out their website they All might right. as well be retarded they they look like these two gay dudes with beards they look like two bears or something <clears throat> who's the leader of the band well obviously it's Corky. See, okay. what it is, like, the two guys... So are does, the, he, are, is he, does he have the final word on any type of creative control <laughs> issues? <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like James Hetfield. Okay. For Metallica. But I'll no, definitely check that out. Well, the, the way it works is, like, Joe and John do all the music and most of the singing, but then... Yeah, well, they'd have to. <laughs> but then, and I'm sure they write all the lyrics. And then Chris Burke's just kind of in the middle with a microphone, just kind of singing in his off-key, retarded, Down Syndrome voice kind of way. 
And dude, I swear to God, the music. I mean, he's, a, beautiful. he's an accomplished actor. He has he has some skills. Well, what's funny about it? It's like these two dudes, these two Siamese twin guys. They're not Siamese twins, but identical twins are obviously just. Oh, I wish losers. they were. <laughs> if they were a the best band ever. <laughs> a pair of Siamese twins and a, a Down syndrome kid. Yeah, that'd be great. Dude, I'm surprised there isn't a band like that. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe there is. I always was a little Interpol. Conf- I was always a little conf- <laughs> I was always a little conflicted about Corky because, you know, you're supposed to feel bad for him because he's retarded. But then again, you know, he's got a hit show. I, I don't feel that groups like the Reach Around Foundation for, should be giving him any assistance because he's already got it good. No, I, you know, I he's don't in a even. Band. You know, I don't even know if the Reach Around Foundation even knows about this website. They probably, do, but he'd be a good spokesperson for them, maybe. Well, I guess I mean they sing inspirational songs of kindness, and uh, apparently it's been inspiring Down syndrome support groups across America. I'll have to email Brant Russell with this guy's contact info. Dude, you got to check it out though. If you look at the website, people, you can order merchandise. You can order CDs, and I'm actually going to order one of these for my sister's birthday, which is coming up in a couple weeks. Oh but man, some... every every slacker teen that listens to this show is going to have the shirt on next week at school. So. Dude, had I known that that this website existed a month ago, I would have ordered it for your birthday, which was oh. just about a week ago. Uh, anyways, I happy, would have it on right now if I, had, if I had the shirt. But some of these, let me just read off a couple titles of some of these records. A World of Kindness is uh, one of them. Uh, there's another record uh, called Singer with the Band. And then there's the uh, third record, Lollipops and Love Songs. And some of the songs that he sings is Obladi, Oblada, the Beatles song. Which was actually the theme song from right. Life Goes yeah, On. That makes sense. And it's great. It's almost all Corky singing that one. And then they do this like stirring rendition of Poison Ivy, which I just played for you a couple seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, that was nice. You know, I'm I'm thinking maybe we should just end the podcast with Poison Ivy today. Yeah, that'd I mean, be a good maybe, idea. Maybe we will. Maybe we will change it up a little bit. Uh, dude, it's great. It's but like, only once. I well, Corky sings for the for the you know has kind of like the primary singing voice in that one, so he's like the lead singer of that song. But what I love about it is like the really slow anthemic songs that he does and it's yeah it's, it's stirring it's touching and i think people out there should go check it out it's chrisburke.org you can also order a t-shirt with his his likeness on it so the the songs sound a little bit slow and maybe downbeat but all the titles of the albums are definitely upbeat it doesn't sound like he's had a dark period Dude, <laughs> there's only a couple songs that are like slower more love songs most of them are like a little faster like poison ivy okay you know it's, that's got a beat lollipop tree Tingaleo. I don't even know what that one's about, but yeah. It's so he's great. having a good time. That's what I mean. You know, I, don't, I don't feel sorry for that know, guy. I, you know, I don't feel sorry for him either. You, he's just the, happy and retarded. The thing is with that guy, the one thing I'm wondering, and I'm going to let this end right here, is do you think he gets laid? No. But how could he not get laid? He's because a childhood I think, actor. I don't think retards... I think retards are scared of... of uh, scared women. of the poontang? Yeah, I think it's frightening to them. Dude, Corky has to have a lot of money. Well, I think they masturbate just vigorously all the time. You like have to keep them. You have to stop them. But I don't think they actually like like sexual contact with another person. Yeah, but I'm just wondering. I mean, Corky's got to be like in his 30s now. Well, the other, okay, he's got to be in his 30s. He's got a lot of money. I'm sure he's doing blow and fucking strippers. If I tell you, yeah, I think he gets laid. Well, can we get on to the next bit? I, I guess we can. Okay. I guess we can. But yeah, I'm just I think wondering. he does get laid. <laughs> all the time alright I'm gonna have to let he's it rest he's beating him off with a stick <laughs> I'm gonna have to let it rest but you know people I, I, was th- I was putting a lot of thought into this at work today in fact I wasn't doing any work I was just thinking about Chris Burke getting laid and <laughs> I was thinking you know this dude 
probably has sex with a different girl every night. He probably gets laid both more than me and you combined. From I mean, the way he, has, you he talk, has a ton maybe of money. You did have sex with him. <laughs> you know, I if, for the right price, maybe I would. Anyways, we we got to move on here. We got to move on here. There were a lot of articles in the uh, news this past week, and it was tough for me to kind of wheedle, you know, wheedle down the article that I was going to do. And I ended up finding one that's that's pretty sick. It's not really sick. It's just wrong, and it's kind of funny. And uh, I know you probably have a pretty sick one. People, let me just recap the way this show works, sick and wrong. Lance and I both find the most disturbing news item of the week. We present them to each other. The listening audience votes as to which article you find the most disgusting, and the winner, either me or Lance, gets a case of beer. And occasionally, if um, if the listening audience sends us an article, if some a listener sends us an article, and that's pretty cool, we'll send you a six pack, maybe. A couple forties. Yeah, maybe a couple forties. Really. Well, I know last week we had some guy named Vinny that sent us a pretty cool article, and uh, we sent him like a forty of Mickey's. Did two forties and Mickey. Two forties and Mickey. So uh, people, we invite you to send in uh, your articles. Sick and wrong podcast at hotmail dot com. Although, if you want any hooch, you got to include your address. I don't know how people feel about that. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're gonna send you some hooch. Maybe, maybe we will. If your address is there, hey, we will. Well, anyways, last week I believe you won. Maybe did you win? Uh, I think it might have been judgment, undecided. Final email judgment said that I won. Yeah, we had a couple people that emailed that said the uh, penis-eating cannibal was a lot sicker than the guy who bit off his girlfriend's face. So, hey, I'm willing to concede. And, uh, Lance, yeah, I um, owe you a case of beer. Well, this week, uh, maybe the tables have changed. I'm going to start it all off here with my first article of the week. He's a hardened criminal. This guy's a hardened criminal. No pun intended. Actually, there is a pun. Bulging burglar. There's all these like little puns that go with this. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of puns intended. There's, there's, yeah, there's lots of puns that go with this article. I'm just kind of reading it off here. found this article off of Ananova, which is a, a great UK website. This actually happened in uh, Germany. The article's from Germany, but um, and they reported it in England. It's on a couple websites. A burglar was spared a stiff prison term. After a judge heard he was permanently aroused down below. I find this kind of interesting. Maurice Bowman, 32 years old, was given a year in a German jail for robbing homes in a British Army garrison town. This is uh, near Berlin. In Germany. British Army yeah. garrisoned in Germany, right? In, in Germany. Okay. It was near Berlin, and uh, he was robbing homes over there, and he was, given, he was given a year in German jail, but he avoided the prison cell when he was admitted to a hospital with an emergency case of priapism. Right. Do you know what priapism is? Yeah, where you have a permanent boner. A condition which keeps the manhood ever ready for sex. So you're in like permanent rigidity at all times. But I've heard that it's just extremely painful. You know, it's not, I don't even, people say that it sounds like it'd be great. I don't even think it sounds like it'd be great, even if it didn't We think hurt people like pay hell. for Viagra to achieve that. Yeah, but that's still only a couple hours. Yeah. This is it's, like. 24 hours a day, you have a big Dude, this is ongoing all the time. Jeans, you know? And in the case of Maurice Bowman, this was a couple years. But anyways... um, How do you pee? I guess you pee up. (laughs) (laughs) A clinical report showed that he suffered from either semi or maximum rigidity at all times on any given day. Bowman has been prescribed drugs acupuncture, and even wide trousers in an attempt to hide his embarrassment. 
But dude, I mean, it's got to be uncomfortable if you think about it. It's like you can't even wear normal jeans because you're like bulging at all times. Yeah, give me the wider leather hose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to see you. He told the court in uh, <laughs> he told the court in Bielefeld, Germany. I woke up one morning aroused. I didn't think anything of it. That happens to me a lot. Anyways, it didn't go away after a couple hours. I had sex with my girlfriend. Five minutes later, I was aroused again. I had sex with her about an hour later. And once again, five minutes later, I was aroused again. So, I went to see my doctor. Quote, unquote, I took painkillers and drank beer, hoping I'd get Brewer's Droop. <laughs> Is that what they call it in Germany? <laughs> Brewer's that's what, I, that's what I call it in America now. Yeah, I, I like how we call it whiskey dick. Yeah. Over there, they call it Brewer's Droop. I have the droopy penis. <laughs> I have Brewer's Droop. I even took scalding hot baths, but nothing helped. And this is my favorite part. It's not funny. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> so <I laughs> the interviewer he, was laughing at him? And they printed the quote? The interviewer was laughing at him. And not to mention, I guess, people in the uh, hospital felt it was kind of humorous. Bowman, who has had this problem for two years now was given a week's treatment costing $10,000. So a week's treatment was $10,000. Um, doctors told the court they were unable to cure him even after sticking needles into his erect member. The judge ruled that the thief could stay out of jail until he recovers, but um, I guess the uh, furious chief prosecutor insisted he would have him in prison within two weeks. Can't we just get this guy like a naked picture of Oprah Winfrey or something? <laughs> Yeah, you know, you'd think if you saw Oprah Winfrey <laughs> bending over something, you'd just lose it. But you know, I don't know. Apparently, this guy is just a permanent erection. Like naked pictures of Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah, yeah, dude, Rosie O'Donnell would just kill it. The whole cast of the Golden Girls naked, <laughs> rolling around on a twister mat with each other. John Candy bending over. We should open a specialist clinic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cure. We'll cure, your, we will cure your permanent erection. But you know, I mean, how many people out there? I was thinking about this. How many people out there suffer from permanent erection? No idea. Uh, you know, I Somebody have no idea. It's a medical condition. There's got to be statistics out there. Well, obviously, some men do. But it's just like, what would you do if you're walking around all day with a permanent heart on? I'd probably do exactly what he did at first. I'd have sex a bunch of times with my girlfriend. And then start drinking and, a ton of beer? Well, cause, yeah, because then you get the whole, like, why, you're, pretty, you're pretty awesome because you had sex with me, like, eight times in a day. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, holy shit, now I'm getting a little worried. Yeah, then I'd, go, then I'd drink heavily. Well, dude, I mean, what and the I fuck? I don't know what I'd do. It's just like, would you wear extra wide trousers? Like, I mean, it, it, seriously, it's not like I'm wearing tight leather pants every day, but it's just like, <laughs> okay, well, maybe now. Today you but, are. What <laughs> maybe are you now. About? Well, we're doing the podcast, you know. I want to get into it. But no, what I'm saying, it's just like it's got to affect your daily existence. I would try duct taping it to my leg. Just kind of duct taping it to your leg? I mean, for at least I would try that before I stuck needles into it. I guess. You know, I kind of wonder what the needles would even do. I, I, I like the way you said he took scalding hot baths. And uh, I guess nothing really helped. Well, anyways... Uh, but back the, to the main point. So this kept him out of pr jail, so it's yeah. kind of good. Well, do you think that would even happen in the U.S.? No. I think they would just kind of throw you in there, and every prisoner would be like, Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? It's just like... <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, you know, I, 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 I know we're in the shower, I know we're in the shower, to get but the soap, and I have a dude. raging heart on, but, uh, it's not what you think. 
I mean, could you? I mean, it would just suck. It's like you you check into your cell, your cellmate's sitting there like, "Hey, dude, I, I got this problem. I got to get something right <laughs> out of the table here yeah. before any where there's any misinterpretation." <laughs> Right off the bat, dude. Bubba. I am not into you. I just am permanently erect at all times. Well, anyways, it kept him out of prison. The prosecutor wants claims that he's going to have him maybe in prison getting cornhole by some huge, you know, Aryan Brotherhood guy would gear his erection. <laughs> maybe that would have been the best thing for him. Yeah, I guess if he was in the American over that prison. metal toilet. Well, I guess the. Oh uh, my god, I'm so not horny. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> Sweet dude, I've lost my erection. Thanks well, a lot. I guess only patients with acute medical problems can stay out of jail. And I don't regard him as an acute case. That's what the uh, prosecutor said. So maybe uh, Maurice Bowman will be going to jail in a couple weeks. We have yet to find out. So, anyways, on the scale of we'll sick and wrong, on the scale of sick and wrong, this isn't really that sick. It's kind of funny. I guess sticking needles into your prick into is pretty dick. sick. Um, I mean, some dude walking around with a boner all the time is kind of sick. So I'm gonna have to give it probably about a six, maybe. Kind of Give low. it a six and a half. Only six and a I half. I know my story is going to kill. All right, we'll bring it on. All right, I'll bring it. Bring it. Uh, this story comes out of China, Beijing. Reported by Richard Spencer in Beijing. It's automatically got to be sicker if it's coming from China. The foreign stories are always... Well, we need to get more American stories, but uh, lately it's just all been foreign stuff because they're so fucking weird well, in the well, rest dude, of the world. Dude, I mean, it's like... But China, though, like Asia is a separate part of the world where sick and wrong things go on every day. And apparently part of this article is China has no laws banning animal cruelty. There's nothing on the books in China that say you can't, you know, do anything you want to an animal. So bestiality is totally cool there? Um, That might be uh, illegal because, you know, it's a person having sex with something they shouldn't, but they don't care that you abused an animal. I thought you were allowed to fuck pigs under communism. Maybe. Would you? Communist pigs? <laughs> you ever see Gorbachev's wife? <laughs> <laughs> That's another picture that could uh, cure that guy Dude, from I Germany. just lost my boner. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... So here's what happened in China this past week. Uh, gruesome pictures, which first appeared on the internet, uh, have sort of been floating around the internet over there. Um, it's a series of pictures. Uh, in the first picture, there's a woman wearing a cocktail dress with a leopard print top and black skirt. Ooh. And she's ah. caressing a tortoiseshell kitten lovingly. Okay, tortoiseshell, so she's kind of petting like the, a little... They're like the gray ones with the little darker gray spots, you know, sort of... So it's a little kitten. Right, she's caressing gray. his kitten. Probably has blue eyes. Kind of sexy, I guess. Uh, then in the next picture, put, she puts it on the ground and looks at it. And then the next picture, she lowers a stiletto heel onto its head. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. She just impales it with her heel? Yeah, its head. She just crushes it with her stiletto heel. Oh, dude. Um, so so <laughs> dude. <laughs> even, though, even though there's no laws banning animal cruelty in China, there's just a bunch of people in China who are all pissed off about this. And they're, it's kind of like a witch hunt. Like they're Wait, Don't to... they have like a PETA there? No, I don't think so. There's no PETA in China. Well, I mean, you can't just form groups in China. The government will crush you. I guess judging by, don't they like? I'm, I'm, don't they, will they crush your group like the head of a kitten? Don't they eat kittens in China? Yeah, but uh, it's the same thing as here. You can you can slaughter a cow and eat it, but you can't like you know back a 
backhoe or bulldozer over it take for a fun. chainsaw yeah. and just kind of cut it in that's half illegal for fun. but like slaughtering it to eat it that's illegal but dude this sounds like it's some kind of fetishistic act like she's like oh yeah doing totally. this for i mean porn. It's, it's a series like, of pictures where she's all dressed up doing this it's like a foot fetish slash kitten mangle fetish thing dude what the fuck kind of sick pervert has this fetish well, let me go on with the article because there's, ah, as- there's some other aspects to it. So they, they're trying to find this woman, right? And uh, all they have are these pictures, but, you know, people search does around the internet. Does it show her face? It does show her face. And they, they sort of track down um, a 37-year-old woman from Hubei province with the internet identi- identity Gainmas. <laughs> Gainmas. Um, so she registered on this website where the pictures originally cropped up. You know, around the same time when the pictures cropped up. And then the ultimate evidence, uh, she bought a pair of stilettos on eBay last year. <laughs> so China's kind of a big, poor country, right, with lots of people. And so like, not many women there have stilettos? Well, it's just not as common as here. Where, like, about every, stilettos every, covered every woman in, in the United blood? St- every woman in the United States has, like, 37 pairs of shoes. Like, well, yeah. you know, just having one pair of these kind of singles you out in china yeah you're in like the upper echelons of society with your two pairs of stilettos so people have started emailing this woman through this you know internet alias she has like do you crush puppies well she's kind of she's not really (laughs) she doesn't really deny it she's kind of like getting uh aggressive and confrontational so they like have asked her over the internet dude i'm surprised she's not crushing babies or fetuses or something well, they do have that one-child policy, right? They don't yeah, like you're have, probably allowed they don't to like do that. They don't like baby girls. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they only want that one child to be a boy. Maybe that would be less of an uproar. Um, Maybe she was making chow mein. <laughs> I don't know how else you make it. <laughs> so they're asking her, hey, is that you in this picture, you sick bitch? And, she says, and she's saying, so what? And then if they ask her again if it's her, and she says, in theory, it's me. Um so she, people were emailing her, accusing her of being the woman in the photographs. Yeah, finally, those are just normal, everyday lay people. Finally, a reporter started emailing her, and she became defensive, saying, Suddenly, hundred, hundreds of people are on my internet account and cursing me. What's the problem if I crush cats? It's just a type of experience. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> Dude, so she totally like, refuses to acknowledge the fact that she's doing something wrong. Right. Ah, dude, what a sick and twisted but woman. But they still haven't found out who she is. They only know this internet alias. They can't track... Because the the original account, I guess, has been deleted or something, but somehow they can still email her. I don't in the really U.S., we would have found that woman within, like, 32 hours. They're still trying to confirm who it is, and uh, one uh, government... Or I guess it's the reporter says, the embarrassing thing is there are no available laws in China governing this type of misbehavior. So even if they find out, they can't really they do anything. They can't really press charges or do anything. Other oh, than oh, just, you know, mob her. I oh, mean, in China, they can do anything yeah, to in you China. They can do anything. They could send her to gulag or some like worker prison or something. Come get you and they'll just execute you. So can you? Have you seen these pictures? No, the the article didn't have the pictures. But did you do a search for them? No. So people, I invite you to uh, search for these pictures. Yeah, Yeah, email email us sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail dot com. For some odd reason, I kind of want to see them. Here's a a little kicker in the end, though. Uh, so no one seems to have uh, suggested the serious possibility that the photo- photographs could be a hoax created by Photoshop, or they they say picture all. Yeah, I was about to software. ask you about that because it doesn't sound. It sounds unreal. It sounds kind of like the bonsai kitten thing. Yeah, that bonsai kitten. But thing I mean, where they shove the kittens high. into the uh, the little bonsai glassware. But I don't know, man. A stiletto heel like driving down through a kitten's head. That's got to be some pretty good Photoshop skills. But the only reason I could find this to be factual is because it occurs in China. 
Mm-hmm. And in China, I could see something like this happening. If it was the States, I would definitely think it was a Photoshop thing. But in China, it's a little more believable. Yeah, because something like this would happen. And you know what? I could just picture some sick and twisted dude and like, you know, some Chinese dude just like masturbating vigorously to this cat's head being crushed in. In fact, I could see dudes he, in the U.S. Let doing Let me say that. something else. Though. Here's a little funny non sequitur that sort of leads you away from the whole sexual fetish thing. They just put this comment in the article. Quote, but in the face of tight control of self-expression, young Chinese are seeking wildly different forms of sensation or satire on the state of society. (laughs) So they're implying that this is some kind of like political thing, political. So because they're suppressed politically that they're trying to expand their horizons here? The cat is is Mao (laughs) and the heel are Tiananmen Square students rising up to crush the kitten of communism so they're rebelling against chairman mao well it's just a theory (laughs) well that's an interesting interpretation i don't know dude on the uh sick and wrong scale i'm gonna have to give that pretty high (laughs) but you know what's happening we've had too many animal cruelty stories lately i'm a little bit i'm becoming a little bit desensitized so this story is definitely really sick i'm gonna give it a seven and a half or an eight but I'm getting uh, the scores are getting. If the, if I would have heard this story three weeks ago, I would have given it like a nine. But I'm but becoming, the fact that I'm we becoming had the, desensitized. The fact that we had the guy that fucks the bunny rabbits. Right. We had the uh, the dude that throws, throws the, the puppies, puppies into the trees. The right. puppy hurling. I think there was another one. Uh, in there we had the, well, the bestiality with the horse. The horse thing. The horse thing. I guess. But then again, I'm I mean, to just accept all this. Crazy but this is crap. pure malicious. I mean, a malicious act of her crushing a defenseless kitten's head. With a stiletto, obviously a sexualized act that people are probably, you know, pleasuring it's themselves to. It's a political to. act. <laughs> okay, it's a political Polysexual act. Polysexual act, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to have to give that about an 8. Yeah. 8.5. It beats yours, but I kind of liked yours that, you know, something different. For it, de- it definitely beats the uh, the permanent erection. I, You know, I wonder if the cat crushing would have made the guy with the permanent erection, you know... Like subside if he There's would so have, many like, things made that could soften. kill a permanent erection, and I don't know why this guy. I dude, I don't know. They, the cat crushing, I think, would have done it for me. All right. Maybe I don't know. Well, I concede this week. I think I definitely owe you two cases of beer now. But people, I invite you to vote. Sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. Also, go check us out at Podcast Alley. We're trying to garner up votes, so uh, check us out, Podcast Alley. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong. And remember, to email there. if you uh, can find those pictures. Yeah, and if you find the pictures of the kittens getting crushed, I would really love to see it and see if I could actually pleasure myself to it. Maybe. I don't know. Lance would have to leave the room. Definitely. Well, anyways, anyways, we got to move on. Um, I believe we're almost out of time. I just wanted to address one quick thing. We've been getting a lot of email from people that send us articles. And a lot of people have been like, a lot of listeners have been sending us articles saying, top this. You know, I found a more disgusting article than you will ever even dream of. And, you know, come to think of it, last week, the last podcast, podcast number nine, a listener did send in an article that was probably sicker than both of our articles. And uh, that was the guy with the urine that drinks toddler's urine. Yeah. And so this week we, we got an email from someone in Germany that sent in an article about a famous German serial killer. And I know we like to, to discuss international serial killers here. So real quick, uh, Lance, would you just kind of go through that article and uh, tell me what, what this, what, what's noteworthy about this serial killer? Um, it's pretty basic. It's a, good, it's a good story, and I hadn't heard about it before. Uh, some guy named Fritz Harman. Uh, from 1919 to 1924, so this is old school type stuff. This isn't, you know, this guy was uh, one of the original 
So this uh, is the one of the original German serial killers. Well, you know, this is pre Hitler. He didn't have a whole lot of people to like draw. This on. is pre Eichmann. He was making his own style and everything. But um, believe me, there's plenty of other sick Germans to go around. So, so he was a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least 24 murders. He would pick up young men who hung around railway stations, uh, and then he'd lure them back to his apartment, and then kill them. So, sort of, you know, precursor to Jeffrey Dahmer. It sounds like, you know, maybe it was an influence, right? Um, so he'd kill them, but he'd kill them by biting through their throats in a kind of sexual frenzy. Jesus. So also Jeffrey Dahmer esque, you know, the whole like yeah. But didn't Dahmer like drug him first and then like stab him in the eye or something? Well, he would drill out their heads, but then he would also eat them. He'd sort of okay, save so their he'd body eat them parts too, and then this slowly dude would just them. like rip out their juggler. Sounds like it. Um, this Vicious. is also oh, this is also kind of cool. This is actually sort of a foreshadowing of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Rumors had it that Harmon would then peddle the meat from his from the bodies of his victims <laughs> as black market pork. <laughs> The other white meat. So this was pre-World War II. The Jews were an idiot. It was all the fucking Gentile Nazis eating this But, dude, I mean, it was pre-World War II, but, like, after World War I, people were hungry. I mean, Germany was right. in despair, yeah. so I imagine this probably sounds, sold pretty well. It sounds well. kind of like a hoax because it does say there was no evidence. So it's kind of a basic—well, I, I hate to call it basic because it's fucked up, but it's a serial killer story. But there's a better part of this, uh, what this guy emailed in. As far as I'm concerned. So he sent us his article, but then he also said it. He said it. He said <laughs> that uh, the funny part to me, this German guy who sent us the email said that uh, he had a um, he had an ethics teacher in junior high, which made them watch like a graphic video document, about this guy? A documentary of this guy. Uh, and he says uh, the reason was so that they would have a better grasp of the meaning of diminished responsibility. <laughs> I just think that's awesome. Diminished responsibility. I don't. That's some German thing. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know. I mean, you get what he's saying. It's like the, the he wanted to sh the, their ethics teacher wanted to show like the most depraved type of person. Like, don't be that guy. Yeah. Okay. Be yeah, an ethical man. German. Be an ethical not German. This guy. You, you know what I find funny about that? Number one, that uh, they're actually. Showing videos of cannibal, cannibalistic, you know, serial killers in the class. And number two, Germans actually take ethics classes. <laughs> surprise, surprise! You're it's a, a changing world. Getting, are you getting a little shot in there for your people? <laughs> yeah, you know, I got, I got to support. Well, I just wanted to point out if there's any, you know, first or second grade or even kindergarten teachers who would like to syndicate our show into their classroom to, you know, very educational, give some examples of things that you know you don't want young children to grow up into the type of people that we talk about. Um, or hey, the type of people I, that I, we are. I think people, uh, teachers, I, I grant them full uh, permission to do that. Dude, I think kids could benefit it's from the show. It's the most show. we could do. I think kids could benefit from the show. And in, and, fact, in fact, I think we should list them in, under educational shows on iTunes. And if any teacher were to you know, begin a program of this and they would like to bring their children around the Sick and Rock Studios for some type of field trip, I would be up for that too. I don't know, dude. I fucking hate kids. But hey, you know, maybe you I'm willing to, to make an here. exception. <laughs> All right, finally, uh, finally, we're about uh, we're about out of time here. But one more email that came in. This article made me laugh. I almost actually did it as my article, but it's a little short and uh, it's just too funny to ignore. Young man steals schoolgirl swimsuit to wear and and defecate in <laughs> this happened in uh shizuoka japan a man broke into a high school stole girls swimsuits 
and then defecated in them as he pranced around wearing the garments. He was just recently arrested. I don't even know how to say his name. It's like Yasuhisa Matsushita, 25 years old, a temporary employment agency worker. He's a temp um, from uh, Shizuko, Japan, was arrested for trespassing and willful willful destruction of property. He admits to his allegations. (laughs) Yeah. He admits to the allegations completely, and this is his explanation to explain his behavior. I did it because it felt so good. Several other high schools in the area are reporting break-ins, but um, people haven't found soiled swimsuits in them, so it might not be the same guy. I think I have an assignment for all our listeners this week. Uh, Go out and do something just because it feels so good. That's kind of what I... And email us what it was. On that note, that's kind of how I want to end the show. Just go do something, anything. As long as it feels good. I'm going to go do note, something right after the show. That feels good? I'll tell you next week what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to be involved in it. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Oh, next we'll week. have to find out. Podcast 11. Thanks for listening tonight. Take care. Take it sleazy. And uh, do something that feels good. Kind of like Corky in this song, Poison Ivy. Hey, Lance, here's an idea. See if you can recognize the parts where Corky's singing. It's kind of difficult to tell. We'll be back next week. Later. See ya. She comes out like a rose. But everybody knows. She'll get you in touch. You can look. But you better in night time. Poison. 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 Poison.